So we tuned in to BOP Gaming and I had to tell y'all something. To be honest with you, this Hong Kong China issue is really getting out of hand. It's now dived into gaming. Uh, Blizzard is now getting flamed on because they went ahead and banned, banned a pro gamer that was holding a fort down for Blizzard under the contract. Uh, he goes by the name of, uh, where's his name? Chung Blitz Chung. And he went ahead and got banned because he spoke about Hong Kong. Actually, on a positive note, that Hong Kong's doing its thing while defending against China. For those that don't know, and what I'm going to tell you, it's more of a political standpoint, but you have to understand. China literally knocked on Hong Kong's door and went, all right, you're a part of us now. Deal with it. Uh, your prime minister went ahead and passed a law that is with our law. So with this, we're going to kidnap all you guys and then charge you for resistance. This is why the Hong Kong protest is relevant because they hold the same values as Ameri as Americans, to be honest with you, uh, um, democracy. They hold it down. They got freedom of speech. They got freedom, okay? Even though they're in China, they don't abide by China rules. Think about like 1971, uh, the UK gave up um, Hong Kong. They had control of Hong Kong and they had an agreement of 47 years uh, that they would have a set freedom but a bridge was built from China that nobody was able to touch and once completed and the same year that that agreement expired they used that bridge to invade Hong Kong look at this call it conspiracy call it whatever you want but I digress Blizzard went ahead, ahead and banned this individual Blizzard got flamed boycott Blizzard as a hashtag on Twitter still and now look now they turned that ban and made it to a suspension. So now the suspension is on this guy for about six months, which is still bull because he spoke on a real life issue. Yet because it violates Blizzard's interests, especially the one big market is in China, they're trying to protect the interests. So ahead with the ban. Where is freedom of speech? Whew. This is ridiculous. And Blizzard's getting flamed on. Now their interest for China, now they're getting they get hurt. And it, this this all started within June for the uh, protesting in Hong Kong. But go ahead, do your research, log on, go to Google, check it out. Listen to all the media and whatnot to find out what's exactly happening. I have a good idea what's happening and it's still going on because out of the five demands, one of them is met. That's not good enough. And I don't know if you guys understand, but they have a... You would have uh, forgot what they deep mind is hashtag deep mind in China. What that is, is pretty much they have facial recognition cameras everywhere and you have what's called a social score. So the way you walk could raise prices of what you could buy or what you could enter into a store location. That's what China has in store. They already have that. They're trying to do that with Hong Kong, and we as Americans are trying to implement that type of society into our society, which cripples and burns down the Constitution. Again, I am not going to digress. This is, you know, BOP gaming. It's involved in gaming, but the fact that this has tied into gaming is crazy. Call me a fanboy. But Sony is doing their thing. I wish they had a damn E3 conference, but Sony has just revealed details about the new console, which is now officially called PlayStation 5. PS5. Makes sense. Um, 
They now introduce more features. Well, I mean, yeah, more details, more details. Uh, improvements, which is including the sophisticated haptics in the controller hardware, race tracing, and the UI that lets users see in-game information before launching in-game. That is from Ars Technia. I guess, uh, hopefully I'm, pr I'm pronouncing that feed right. Um, so, and, ah, the, the, the controller is going to have new little features. So maybe their rumble is going to be like the Nintendo Switch Joy-Con type of type of rumbles, you know, but more, more sophisticated. Um, and it will be released in holiday 2020 price. Not yet. Um, I personally think the PS4 is still busting his ass doing his damn, damn thing with graphics. So to be completely honest with you, this PS5 is going to be more of a technological boost. Okay. And Sony just slashed their prices for PlayStation now to compete with, uh, all these new online streaming, um, um, uh, initiatives, you know, Google Stadia, EA's looking into it as well. So instead of 20 bucks a month, now they've chopped it down to $10 a month, which is very, very awesome, especially with the PS5 now. A lot of people kind of saying, hey, look, I hope it's backwards compatible to PlayStation 1, 2, 3, and 4. Well, it is confirmed that PS4 will be backwards compatible. Hope they don't retract that. But the PlayStation Now service, which again, that was the thing I said that uh, chopped it off from $20 a month to $10 a month. That has classic PlayStation 1, 2, and 3, and some PlayStation 4 games as well. And that's all online. So no saving the data, you know, saving the actual physical game in your hard drive. Um, solid state drive will be on the PlayStation 5. For those that don't know, that's pretty much like a massive flash memory card. Uh, but a lot of uh, developers can use that to better suit themselves for um, better processing. The load times will be significantly shorter. Uh, and the way they can develop the games, that plays a, a, a good part in that. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So we're just anticipating brand new consoles in 2020 from microsoft and from playstation 5 but playstation 5 i think is is more of a more of the um anticipation on because they didn't have any three where we could watch it and anticipate the the more details on it sony just goes about choosing a day and then letting us know you know like that kind of like ah you know uh, so that's that's where we at with the playstation 5 and i'm excited i do have a playstation 4 I'm not, uh, you could consider me a fanboy, but I did have the first Xbox when it first announced Xbox Live. I was on that bandwagon. I was rocking it. I had Xbox 360. I had a lot of games on that. The PS3 was very, very highly priced at the time. Wasn't able to, uh, to get that uh, system until when it obviously dropped down in price. So that, who knows, maybe that was the reason why I didn't dive into the PlayStation uh, <clears throat> 3, 2, 4 swiftly while I was rocking the Xbox and the Xbox 360, but I look at it as exclusives and I can give you a, a, a good amount of exclusive of PlayStation that they have under their belt, which you could just Google. So I'm not going to bore you with that versus Microsoft, which I can give, give that to you in one hand. So that's, that's my stake on it. PlayStation five is going to be hot, but I think it's going to be more of a technological uh, advancement versus shunning graphics and the like maybe maybe so because that final fantasy 7 remake on a playstation 4 looks sexy as hell
analog having a new system as you guys know about analog they are known for creating the retro systems like kind of like third party retro systems but in a you can be able to play them in a much higher definition much more polished and not through emulation through the software now they just announced that they're going to release uh analog pocket which is going to be playing the game boy regular game boy color game boy advance and the game boy regular titles they're going to be playing all the game boy titles which i think is awesome they're planning on releasing this sometime in 2020 they haven't given the exact date and they're looking to be at about 200 dollars so with this what they're using is they're not going to be using emulation at all which using emulation you get issues with the graphics you get issues with the sound with the music and everything they're going to be actually using the actual games so you put put the games in into the system and they'll actually use the actual games pretty much think of it as you're actually playing a game on the actual system that's made for so let's say you get the game boy color game you'll be playing it like you're actually playing on a game boy color of course the difference is going to be you know the screen which the screen is going to be a 3.5 inch screen 1600 by 1440 pixel display which means it's going to make it look a lot sharper so it won't be blurry it'll be a lot more sharper than it will look like if you actually played those games on the original system that they were intended for which i think it's good especially with the price that it's going to be it's like it's important that they're actually going to up up the pixel amount and try to make it look as pretty as possible so you be able to play it on the best system on of the game i do enjoy that they are doing this and you know something like this actually makes me want to get it too they are also adding a music synthesizer into this into the system which that's interesting You're able to make you know your own music and stuff with it kind of curious on how that's going to work but i mean it's nice that they are adding it and they're also adding a game development platform on this so people could make games on this for the system which i'm kind of curious because it's always good like with homebrew games that see what people have created see like what kind of minds they have because there's been a ton of great homebrew games like not just for the pockets of course for like pc and all systems wii and all that so i'm kind of curious on how this will come out making a game using a little system like that it's going to be a lot of fun and they're going to have like in the future be released a docking where you'll be able to dock it on and be able to play it on the big screen the only thing is it's not going to be hdmi but i mean for something retro like this i'm not expecting it to be hdmi so that's not something i was expecting it's a little at a loss because you know everything's hdmi by now but you know it's okay with that it's gonna have stereo speakers an sd card slot rechargeable battery thank god so you know how the old systems was you had to freaking put batteries into it and of course they didn't last long so you have to go through batteries a lot so i'm glad they're gonna have the rechargeable so you don't have to worry about putting batteries and you know in the future they are going to have adapters so you'll be able to play more classic portable games like the game gear the neo geo pocket and the atari Lynx, which i think is pretty cool especially because like i'm a huge retro gamer so something like that's actually pretty cool that they're adding on 
So honestly, I just can't wait until this game, co- this system comes out. I'm actually thinking about getting it. Yeah, the price point is a little high, but I mean, as long as everything, you know, works, no issues, no glitches or anything like that. I think this will be a nice little system to have, especially for someone who plays retro games and still plays those classic games. And I am good with predictions. I can tell you that right now. So, uh, GameStop took two of my ideas. If you guys have been listening to BOP Gaming, I made two predictions that GameStop needs to make to reinvent the name of GameStop in this new generation of gaming in the marketplace of games. And they listened to me. So I personally reached out to Twitter and said, hey, 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 the CEO needs a little bit of a... a little bit of help, or if you want to give me a little position, maybe I can guide it to them and let me hold it down. But we'll see how that goes. I am very, very professional, but I'm very, very um, oh, out of the box. Let's put it that way. But I digress with that. And the reason why I stated that is because my predictions for the PlayStation 5 in regards to pricing. Now... For those that are aware, and obviously you're in the space of gaming, you know that PS3 came out and the first price tag was $5.99. That was stupid steep. Gave Xbox, well, Microsoft, an avenue where they can price their console to be anything that was below $600 was pretty much affordable at that point. And they could bundle it close to $500 and it'll still be cheaper with many games. Microsoft took that opportunity and ran with it. A lot of uh, PlayStation loyal, a lot of Sony loyal loyalists, I would say, or loyalty members, uh, went about um, not getting the PS3 and went about seeing other options, aka Xbox 360. So, and that happened for a while, and and it really, really took a took a hard hit for uh, for Sony and the PlayStation brand. Then they started releasing different uh, <clears throat> different hard drives, uh, different. Uh, Systems to try to cut costs, you know, like another, you know, 80 gig backwards compatible PlayStation 3 as a bundle, same price, then it decreased the price, and all that stuff happened, right? So now, fast forward to today, and PS4 has surpassed Xbox One to the point that now it looks like Xbox is suffering, and they and they technically are. I mean, they get money to get money, but. I think they wished there was more out of it, you know? Um, they released the Xbox One. Like, they, their pricing is so fragmented, I don't even know the standard price of an actual Xbox One. There's a lot of other stores release bundles. I think it's 250 No, I think it's 300 And then the... Um, then the... Uh, what should we call it? Um... The digital edition, the one that doesn't even have a CD drive, I think is 250 I might be wrong, but anywho. And then they released the Xbox One X, which is $500. And obviously the PlayStation 4 is sitting pretty, selling many units, still has balls. And that is, I think, 250 So my prediction with PlayStation 5 is going to be $399.99. And the reason why is because I don't think they want to make the same mistake and be in the same position like they released the PS3 at a $600 price tag. But I think they want to bank 
on the the loyalty PlayStation fan base and put it at a $4.99 price tag because at this point, there is a lot of opportunities where you can get the system, but there is a lot of opportunities that they could fail. You know, like if they put it at $500, people are going to get mad, but they're still going to buy it. Especially if these kids think that Fortnite could work smooth, where it will be pretty much exactly the same thing. And, and Or just they'll, they'll get a PS4. And I think what it is is because the PS4 has so much balls still, you know, the production's still going to run. PS2 production just recently stopped. So we know PlayStation 4 is still going to rock. So I think maybe putting it at a $499.99, aka $500, um, would put would put PlayStation in a position to sell more units to the PlayStation 4, meaning gaining more profit at the end of the day, and then later on reduce the price. I think that's what Xbox One X wanted to do. But because the Xbox was selling not as fast as the Switch, not as fast as the PlayStation 4, that didn't work out for them. So they said, let's save money and release a digital edition. You know what's funny now I think about it? The Xbox One, I think it's $200. The new digital edition is $250. And the Xbox One S is $499. I don't know, maybe. Correct me if I'm wrong, but anywho. <laughs> I'm just on the fly here, on the fly. No, no scripts in this bitch. So... I think they're going to release that $399.99 the PlayStation 5 next year holiday 2020. But I wouldn't doubt if they put it out for $499.99. And again, I think they want to bank on selling more PlayStation 4 units and betting on those that really are Sony fans that they would drop $499.99 because we're loyal and we know that we have more first-party titles than any other console now. Okay? So that's why I feel... That they will do that. And if they release it at $499.99, I'm not buying it. <laughs> as sad as it sounds. I'm, I'm promoting it, but I will not buy it at $499.99. Reason is, PS4 is banging still. Banging. And I don't play as much that I, you know, that I want to. Like, I want to just come to work, uh, go to work, come back, and play. Nah, I got a wife, I got kids, I got responsibilities and all that stuff. But I still try to get in the game or two. AKA iOS Remote Play, PlayStation 4 with the DualShock 4 controller wirelessly. Yes, on the iPhone. Totally. That's what I do. And that's the only time I can do it. So, anywho, uh, I like my predictions. But I think that is the wiggle spot. But man, if they do it for five nine 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 nine, they're stupid. But I don't think they're going to. I think their max is going to be... At $499.99, I think they're going to do that, especially in the holiday season. Or the sweet spot, $399.99. The Switch has a ton of ports, don't they? As you know, the Switch has been doing so well in sales. It was just announced that just in North America alone, they have been sell- they sold 15 million units, which is a huge deal, especially with the way their last system, the Wii U, how well they sold. As you guys know how well they sold. Yeah, they didn't. So... This year, it seems like there haven't been a ton of main title games. I mean, of course, there's been some. 
but this has not been a uh, main title game. Basically, a lot of releases this year for the Switch have been ports, which in my, what I think, I think it's a great thing that they're doing. They just recently released Overwatch and Witcher 3, and of course, they released Dragon Quest 11, and then, of course, anything from the Wii U they've been releasing, Toad Tracker, the Legend of Zelda Hyrule Warriors. There's been a lot of ports that are coming out, especially in the year 2019. And for what I think is, I think it's actually a good idea that they're releasing this. A lot of the games that are coming out that are releasing ports from are from the Wii U era. And as you know, they did not sell well. The Wii U did not sell well. So a lot of great games that were on the Wii U and the Wii U did had a lot of good games. They did. Were pretty much ported to the Switch now. So you would be able to play those games that they did work hard on and be able to play it on the go. Because you know with the Switch you'd be able to play it on the go. Super Mario Kart eight it's like so much great titles are getting poured into the switch and what's also great about the switch too is the amount of third party support that they've been getting lately i mean come on they got skyrim onto the switch you'll be able to play skyrim portably and witcher 3 on the switch i it's like something I could not say before. It's like how they have a game like Witcher on the Switch. You'd be able to play that on the go. It's like, it's fantastic how they're doing that. And of course, you know, Doom, Dragon Quest XI. There's been so much titles. Overwatch just got recently ported. There's been so much third support third-party support which i am just happy that it's finally happening and i'm hoping you know keep it going strong through this year next year just keep that third-party support going because it's only going to help the switch and i know next year the amount of games that the switch has coming out i think it's just going to be one of the top years this year of course we're still waiting on the big title coming out the new pokemon is coming out in november which Personally, that's what I'm excited about, but I think the Switch is going to have a great year. And in my opinion, the ports is a good idea for the Switch. With Pokemon Sword and Shield coming out in a month, they just released another new trailer. And this one didn't show a ton, but what they did show was was quite interesting. They, as you guys know, that they're introducing Gigantamax, which is pretty much... Think of it kind of like, you know, the Mega Moves, the Z Moves from the other games... The mega forms, you know, things like that. It's pretty much that, and they turn into these gigantic monsters. But they introduced five new ones, which I think it's interesting. First, they introduce Pikachu is going to have one, and it pretty much looks like how it looked back in the day. You know how it was nice and chunky, big. You know, kind of like you know, fat cute type of thing. It's going to look like that. And it's going to have a move called Vault Crush. 
G-Max Vault Crush, which pretty much will paralyze anyone if it hits the move on the Pokemon, no matter who it is or what it is. It'll paralyze them no matter what, which is cool. In order to get that one, you need to have a save data from Let's Go Pikachu, which is on the Switch. So if you have that, you'll be able to transfer that save data and able to get this Pokemon. And they also have a Gigantamax Eevee, which is pretty much almost looks exactly like Eevee, except his neck fluff looks a lot more floofier i guess you know floofy looks a lot more and it looks fan it looks cute as heck and his attack which is called g max cuddle you'll be able to attract anyone and pretty much effectuate them meaning that if it's someone on the opposite sex they won't be able to attack you at all which it's not the most useful move but eh, it's cute and the only way to get him is if you have a save file from the let's go eevee games from the switch so those are going to be exclusive if you have those games so hopefully you guys do and they also introduce charizard and oh my god this guy looks ridiculous like i love his look so much it kind of gives me uh a really evil like kind of like a demon dragon type of thing like fire like actually looks like a really evil looking dragon he has a move that's called the wildfire which pretty much it will hit anyone who is non-fire for four turns so that's gonna be an interesting move i want to see how that's gonna go um it's continuous it's continuous hits on a pokemon kind of like a poison type of thing so that's gonna be interesting they also introduce uh gigantamax butterfree um huge butterfree love the wings it's white with a greenish blue type of hint on it which it looks fantastic and he has a move befuddle which is an attack that's able to do bug type attack on them and they'll be able to poison sleep or confuse a pokemon no matter what so that's good which now this is the one that got me a little like what like what they're doing with this one Meowth has one and pretty much the look of it is I don't know if you guys remember this meme it's kind of old uh, I think like about 10 maybe a little more than that of the long cat yeah it's pretty much a long cat <laughs> I just like laughed as soon as I saw it and it's just hilarious to me his attack will be called Gold Rush, which is pretty much like Payday. It does normal damage, you'll attack the Pokemon, and you'll be able to earn money after the battle. But this one is just pretty much you'll be able to gain a lot more money since it's a lot more powerful attack. So, uh, with this, you know, there's some nice things. I wish they showed a little more Pokemon, but, you know, we can't get everything. I don't want all them... All the Pokemon to be ruined before the game comes out. But I mean, we still got a month. I'm sure they'll release some new trailers. But I'm excited and I just can't wait for this game to come out.